Hey, y'all. Yeah, it's me. Listen, I know I've been gone for a while. I'm going to talk about it in just a second, okay? I'm going to tell y'all where I've been and what I've been doing. But we're going to get into this conversation, shall we? Can we just talk? I just want to talk to you. Can we just talk? Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we just talk? Cause I just want to talk to you. Can we just talk? Can we just talk? So let's just get into it. Um, first of all, how y'all doing? Oh my gosh, are you drinking your water? Huh? Are you minding your business and staying out of others? Huh? I I really hope that um this conversation finds you well and in good spirits. Um I took the month of March off. Just like completely off. Um I wanted um a time to to not do so much. I found that I had a lot of things on my plate again. How I keep letting this happen, I don't know. But I needed to take a step back from things that weren't making me a lot of money at the time. Okay. So I took um, took a month off and really um, took an opportunity to um, evaluate the things that I was doing and determine, are those things bringing me joy? Are they adding value to my life? Am I adding value to this project? Is it worth continuing? And this podcast, it never crossed my mind to not continue my podcast. But I was at a point where it was becoming a forced thing to do, to try to keep up with the schedule, to release content every other week. Um, it was it was becoming a chore. And once it starts to become a chore, you know, you got to take a step back and And then get back into it. So, and I talked to some of my other podcasting friends from the Imagineville Podcasting Network, and they feel the same way from time to time. You know, it's, it's, it's a type of burnout that I really can't explain, but it's, I guess it's like with anything that you do, right? That has a few steps to it. So you record the podcast, you edit it, you release it, you do all these other things and you had to make time to do that. And so when you're already working a full-time job and you have other things going on, um for me, I'm just speaking for Lakendra now. It became another thing and I didn't I don't want this to become another thing because I like talking to y'all. I really do. So, I took March to just reevaluate all of the things I had going on and um I'm in a better place mentally and emotionally. I'm still fat, so I can't say physically, but I'm still here. We thank God for that. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So, um, and as always, so much has happened. <laughs> so much has happened since I last had a conversation. And I'm not even going to try to talk about all of the things that happened since February when I last dropped my last um, conversation for y'all. Because it's been so much. <laughs> it's been so much. And I hope that you have um, continued conversations amongst your groups, amongst your, your inner and outer circles in creating um, an atmosphere of sharing. But what I do want to talk about and probably expect it and, um, and I don't care. I, I, I just feel like I need to put it on record and talk about it. The jo- George Floyd murder trial. Okay. So at the time of this recording, it is April 21st, is the day after the verdict uh, was read and uh, the officer was found guilty on all three counts. So let's talk about that, y'all. 
on social media, there was, um, there were clips from the trial. I never watched the trial myself live. Um, and my reason was because I personally did not want to relive all of those details, but I did see some things on social media, some clips, uh, from the trial as it continued of, um, witnesses on the stand who were there that day and watching their emotions as they relived what they saw firsthand for themselves was enough and was a reminder to me as to why I did not want to um, be as tuned in as many other people were. And if you were, that's okay. I just knew for my emotional and mental health, that was not going to be the best thing for me to do. Okay. So I didn't watch it. Um, but I just feel for those people who had to, to retell those stories um, in, in the manner that they did. And the one guy I just saw just completely broke down on the stands and, um, and it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking to watch. But also on social media, I saw, um, and I don't know who posted it, but I saw it on Instagram. But I felt like it was so true. And it said that the United States is the only country that will hold a six-week trial for for a murder that the whole world saw. And that made me sit back and think for a moment because that's the damn truth. There are so many things that happen in the United States that the whole world sees and it doesn't go right. Prior to April 20th, 2021, I was accustomed to, and I'm still accustomed to, this is one victory, um, but I'm accustomed to things not going well in these types of court cases. And the one thing I can tell y'all was that I was, um, worried that it wasn't going to go well. Enough had been happening already. There were, since we last talked and I said, I wasn't going to go down this list and I'm not, but there have been multiple mass shootings. There have been multiple other, uh, police, um, altercations where black people have died. Um, very briefly, y'all know about the case where the, the, the police woman pulled her gun um, when she meant to pull out her taser. And oh my God, today, um, there's a, there's a sermon in that that I haven't written yet, but we're not going to talk about her today. My point in bringing that up though was so many things happen in our country that we see it day in and day out. Um, and watching this trial take place and then waiting for the verdict. I was on pins and needles as many other people were. Um, many of us were happy to hear the results. We were pleased to see that finally we did it right. We got something right. And I was too. Um, I, I wish it had gone. I wish we didn't have to get there. You know, I, I wish that George Floyd didn't have to die for us to celebrate. I wish that no one would have to give their life for us to get to the point where we have to celebrate. Um, this is just one case that went the way that we all, well, the majority of us, went the way the majority of us thought it should go. And, you know, God be praised. We're thankful for that. And um, thoughts and prayers continuously to the family of George Floyd. The other thing I wanted to touch on with regards to this case, it's been almost a year now since this murder happened. 
when George Floyd was murdered and when we all saw it, that kicked off an, um, a diversity, equity, and inclusion campaign, for lack of better terms, across our nation. Different corporations and businesses all over the United States specifically, because that's where I'm at, right? And within the United States, swore that they were going to do better by their uh, minority employees. They were going to put more dollars into diversity and inclusion and equity uh, campaigns within their businesses and have more conversations and more table talks and round t- tables and diversify their uh, their C-suite and their executive uh, board and all this stuff that happened. And again, George Floyd should not have had to have died for us to do that. We're thankful, you know, that that change um, was started. The other thing that happened, and this is what I want to want to bring up, is that um, black people like myself, non-celebrities and even celebrities, though, but black people became teachers. And I've talked about this on this podcast before, um, probably when this all started to happen, how most black people became a um, a teacher or a SME, a subject matter expert to our non-white um, peers, acquaintances and affiliates. They all wanted to know more. They wanted to do more. They wanted to um, learn more about the biases that they have that they didn't realize that they have. And we had these conversations. I had these conversations. Many of my um, black friends had as many conversations, if not more than I did. Where were those people the past six weeks? That was me pausing for somebody to raise their hand. Now, I will say this. I'm not talking to everybody that reached out. There are absolutely some people who reached out and I did see. I did see action. I did see them still standing, still, you know, um, showing support. But the majority of the non-black people that reached out to me and wanted to learn and wanted to do better, wanted to know better. Not that they had to reach out to me directly. Not that I was looking for condolences or a hug or anything like that. But I didn't see you. I didn't see you on social media. I didn't see you in my uh, inbox. I didn't see you in my text messages. Um, where are you? Where were you? Now that the verdict has been read, I still don't see you. And my um, genuine and sincere thought, guys, is that uh, I'm trying to choose my words carefully. And y'all know I don't edit this podcast, so you're going to hear all of me thinking and, and sighing and trying to find the proper words. But unfortunately, my, my feelings and thoughts are that those people didn't mean what they said. It was an impulsive reaction. Um to them trying to be proactive, I guess. They were reacting to a situation to be proactive about changing themselves, if that makes sense. And I'm not sure if it does, but it was a reactive, impulsive, knee-jerk reaction um, for some. Again, not talking about everybody in this case, but I don't see you. 
So I'm, I'm only left to assume. I'm only left to, you know, well, yeah, to assume and, and to say what, what I think may have happened. So if you are one of those people and then you're under the sign of my voice, baby, you better say something. You better say something. Because here's the, the truth about it. We, we got this this case. This trial went, went, went all right. But this is a never-ending cycle. Uh, unfortunately, this will likely happen again sooner than we think. Um, I was going to connect the uh, the shooting that happened to Miss Bryant, little sister Bryant, 15 year old girl who got shot by a police officer at almost the exact moment that the verdict was being read in the George Floyd murder case. Um, but I, I'm not going to connect those two simply because the details of that case um, are, are a little bit different. And while we mourn her loss, the loss of her life, and we mourn with her family, um, the circumstances in, in that case are not the same. So I want to be clear as to why I'm not talking about that. I need to do more research research on that one myself because it's not what I thought it was. Nevertheless, it will happen again. It will happen again in the case of um, a black person unarmed. Um, doing nothing, walking in the neighborhood. We saw the, the drill sergeant get in this young man's face just because he was taking a walk around the neighborhood. Um, it'll happen again, right? So uh, to, m- to my white friends who reached out, who wanted to have all these conversations, um, who were apologizing because they didn't realize they were doing something or saying something and th- they had these behaviors and stuff. Um, did you mean it? Have you still been doing your soul searching and 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 doing the things that you feel are necessary to uh, undo the biases that you have? Did you mean it? Because I didn't. I I haven't heard from you. I don't. I don't see you. Um, is what I'm trying to say. And it's going to happen again. So what I don't want to happen is you reach out to me the next time this happens with this same story because I'm gonna go off the next time. I'm just being honest. Y'all know I'm saved, not soft. Okay. I, Jesus flipped tables. Okay. I I'm just just being real. Just keeping it real. Um, I'm not going to be as gracious is what I'm trying to say with my time and trying to, um, be the black me for you. I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to do it. Last summer was exhausting for me and other black people. And I, I know I talked to y'all about that and, um, and to see our hard work <laughs> not being followed through, um, is irritating. So please continue to do your work. Um, we need to see you. We want to know that you're still there. We want to know that our conversations were not in vain. Okay. I'm going to take a quick break. Y'all stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We're going to have another topic coming up shortly. Hey, did you contact my friend Berthina over at Appendix Inc. Therapy? Listen, if you haven't done so, honey, you're missing out. She has two therapy groups going going on right now. One is the Black Women's Therapy Group and another is the LGBTQ Plus Therapy Group. They've already started, but if you or someone that you know and love could benefit from these groups, please give her a call. Tell her that Queen Mother LaKendra sent you um, for these therapy groups. You can contact her at Berthina, that's B-E-R-T-H-I-N-A, at yourappendix.com, or give her a call at 352-407-0601. And again, make sure you tell her that LaKendra sent you, and I'll be sure to put her contact information in the show notes. All right, y'all. So 
I'm going to share this thing. And, and, and my friends over at Super Familiar with the Wilsons, they do this thing where they share these news headlines, right? So I'm not, I'm not copying them. But there was a headline that I saw that I just had to stop and, and read. Um, and I saw, and I saw that it, uh, the story occurred in Florida and we had this running joke at my job that about Florida, man, Florida, man is a character now, because every time you say a headline about Florida, man, you know, it's going to be some stupidness, right? So, uh, the headline for this says at this wedding, the bride and groom were the crashers. And I'm like, what, how does this even happen? So this also happened on 420. Ironic, I guess. Um, but any rate, this couple went to uh, view a property, um, a mansion, and I guess they they pretended as if they were going to uh, purchase it, that they're interested in purchasing this property that had been on the market for about two years. So they went to to view it and um, and really liked it. And so the gentleman in the relationship, if I'm understanding correctly. Ask the real estate agent or the attorney or somebody if they could at least host their wedding on this property. And the owner said no. Y'all, why these people showed up at the the house anyway? These people sent out invitations with the house address. The article states they sent out elaborate invitations for guests to come to their dream home and estate for their weekend wedding celebration. They were going to have a ceremony. They were going to do a brunch. The the house had a bowling alley. So I guess they were going to have activities at the house and all this kind of stuff. Y'all, they had no permission, no right to be on the property. They come to the property to get their wedding set up, get their decorations and everything set up. I mean, like we we, we come and you told us no, but we're going to do this anyway. Why the man that owned the house was, was living on the property? He sees these people. Coming to set up for a wedding. He asked them to leave. They refused. He calls the police. The police come and ask the people to leave. They left without any incident. Nothing happened. No charges have been filed against the people. But I just. The audacity of it all. Florida man, what are you doing? And I want to know, did his fiance know what was going on? Like, did she believed that he had gotten permission and was renting out this property to have her dream. What There's just so many things I don't know about the story. So um, I went to, to researching. I looked them up. Um, I was going to go to their Zola page. Y'all know that, uh, isn't that what it's called? The the, the the wedding website, I think it's called Zola, um, to, to see who these people are. Of course, the Zola page has been taken down. Their Macy's registry is no longer um, available. I was being real nosy, but I, I really just wanted to share that story with y'all because I thought it was absolutely hilarious. You're going to come to my house anyway after I told you no to have your wedding. And you're going to tell all your family and friends and Pookie and them and your grandmama and all them to come. So what, what, what if people are traveling out of town? Like, what are they not supposed to do? Because now they can't stay at, quote unquote, your house. Where are they supposed to go? Just the most ridiculous thing, Florida, man. What stories have you seen about Florida, man? Share them with me and, and, and I'll talk about it. Maybe that's a segment. Hey, Josh, Amanda, new segment alert, Florida, man. The adventures of, oh my gosh, the adventures of Florida, man. We got to do it. Y'all send me what you've seen on Florida, man, and let's talk about it. All right. So it's uh, almost the end of April um, and the year is actually moving pretty swiftly. And I've said it before, the older I get, the quicker time starts to pass by. 
And I just want to know, have you started your spring clean? Is spring cleaning still a thing? And why is it, quite honestly? So, um, as many of you know, I moved into, uh, I bought a house in uh, November of 2020. Thank the Lord for that. And before I moved, and Amanda Wilson and I talked about it on their po- on our podcast, Super fam- Familiar with the Wilsons, about the process that we went through transitioning from one residence to another. And that process is purging, right? All the things I hadn't touched in the past six months to a year, which there are some things. And first, and don't judge me. I don't know why I'm trying to explain myself to y'all. You got some stuff in your house that you ain't touched in six months and to a year. Probably more than that. Throw that stuff away. Um, so I did that. Threw everything away. I was feeling really good. I moved into my new home with only the things that I needed. Um, but when I tell you, here I am in April. And I need to purge all over again. And I'm like, where did this stuff go? I cannot even blame the fact that people gave me stuff for uh, housewarming gifts. It's not even that. Okay, let me be honest. Like, I'm still ordering Amazon stuff. Like, it's going out of style. Stuff that I, listen, Amazon says I can get it to you in an hour. I'm I'm just, like, testing them by like at this point. I'm like, can you really get it here in an hour? For real? All right, bet. Let me see. That I'm on that kind of stuff. Um, and so I have a lot of things. I'm still like collecting books, like real books this time, not just uh, electronic books. I'm looking around right now, all the stuff, all the stuff. And it's not like um, my great grandmother used to say, got my house looking like Sanford and Son. That's what she used to say, like real talk. She used to say the house looked like Sanford and Son. It did not look like Sanford and Son. For those who don't know who Sanford and Son is, just go to the Google. You'll see what I'm talking about. It doesn't look like that. But there's definitely some things that I could stand to get rid of as far as clothes. And I got like a whole bunch of computer cable things. I don't even know what they do. Um, for some reason, I have like three boxes of thank you cards. Why? Why? Who am I mailing? Who? Who? who what, where am I buying stamps to send a thank you card? I'm not. Um, just so much stuff. So have y'all started your spring cleaning? What is your process for spring cleaning? Is it a time frame? Like mine is still like if I haven't touched it in six months, it's got to go. Whether I can find some somebody to give some things to or it just goes in into the trash can. But I, I don't want to have like a whole bunch of miscellaneous things sitting around collecting dust and just, you know, making the house look like Sam from the Sun, as my great grandmother used to say. God bless her soul. Um, so I need to start doing that. <laughs> I, I haven't really started doing any spring cleaning because I keep ordering stuff from Amazon. That's that's the that's the fact. I'm not even lying. Um, but one thing I have started doing this spring, I'm not um I'm not uh, an outdoorsy type of person. I like looking at the outdoors, which is why one of the things on my wish list for my house was to have a screened porch. And I talked to y'all about that screen porch. It's southern, number one. So I don't have a, a screened in front porch, but the back porch is screened in. So I can sit out there and watch the bird. Oh, baby, I've seen humming, hummingbirds. I've got turtles and all kinds of birds in the backyard. It's been like a dream for me. Stay focused, Kendra. So what I've done on my back porch is um, I I wanted to start a container garden. So I found this group on Facebook, um, Black Girls Grow Things in Containers or something like that. So I can get tips and advice on how to start this container garden. So I told my mom about it. She came over and started the garden on my behalf. God bless you, mother. Baby, I got my first tomato. Okay, I got my first tomato. It's a little baby tomato. It's the cutest little thing I ever did see. If it doesn't get any bigger, I'll be pleased with what the Lord has blessed me with in that little baby tomato. It's it's gorgeous. So I have some herbs. I got some tomatoes. I got pepper plants, some aloe. 
it's a thing. Some um, hanging plants out there. I bought a grill. I don't know how to grill, but it's beautiful grill. Shout out to my friend EJ. He said he was going to teach me how to grill. We'll see what happens with that. So that's my, that's what I've been doing for the spring. I ain't cleaned up nothing. You heard I say I've, I've cleaned nothing. I've not done any spring cleaning at all. I've, I've, I've acquired more clothes, more things, more books and plants. Haven't cleaned out a thing. Not one thing. And Marge, bless her heart. Speaking of spring, um, Marge, uh, the Rottweiler that I uh, acquired in January, Marge in charge is starting to shed. Okay. She's shedding. And, um, I, I understand that, that, that dogs have an outer coat and an undercoat. And, um, I, I just want to know when it's going to end because I, I sweep every day now and I have to vacuum every other day because literally she walks around the house and drops a pound of hair every time she takes a step. I swear. That's what it feels like. Um, so that's the thing that that's happening. God, you're making a margin recording. Am I, am I disturbing you? My apologies. See what I'm talking about? In charge. In tra- don't look at me like that. Anyway, she's dropping a pound of hair every time she takes a step. So this is what my my spring is looking like. My spring is looking like I haven't started spring cleaning. And my carpet looks like, uh, and my tile floors just looks like, you know, a barbershop. Because it's hair everywhere. Any tips that y'all have for spring cleaning and um, minimizing, I guess is the word I'm, I'm looking for, minimizing, shedding. I, I brought this, I bought this, what is it, a Furminator or something? This little comb that you, you brush over and it, it pulls out the, the undercoat. Baby, listen, I have to do that like three times a day if I want to get rid of all this. I'm exhausted. I'm going to have so much uh, muscle in, in my right um, arm and hand and wrist because that's what I'm, I'm using to 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 brush it with. It's, it's it's a task. The fish don't need to be brushed. I complained about my fish not talking to me, and I complained about the fish not interacting with me. But the fish didn't shed. Uh, I moved the fish over. EJ put the fish tank on the back of his truck. Thank you again, EJ, and brought the fish over to the new house. They 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 lived through it. I was I was uh, skeptical about that, but they lived through it. Um, they don't shed, you know, uh, they're still in their tank and, and I don't have to worry about them, but Marge, my God, today there's hair everywhere. And I don't know how she did it, but somehow or another, she got up in my bed while I was gone and I came back to my bedspread, uh, full of dog hair. It looked like my bedspread was made of chinchilla for I was livid. Oh my God. <sighs> Y'all, I didn't spank her. I didn't spank her, but I yelled at her and she had her little nubby tail between her legs looking at me like, oh, but I'm sorry. Now, I don't care about if you're sorry or not. You know, number one, that you're not supposed to be in my bed. Now, look at it. I had just put these sheets. I just put my fresh sheets on the bed. And I guess you smelled this gain and thought this was for you. It's not for you, Marge. It wasn't for you. Okay, I'm over it. I was, as you can see, I was still a little upset about that thing. I had to wash my comforter all over again. It was <sighs> springtime. This is not Paris in springtime. This is ghetto. This is ghetto. Anyway, any tips that you all have to start spring cleaning, to get more organized. Um, tips for a, a container garden on my screen then back porch. Tips for how to how to grill. Grilling one-on-one for Lakendra. And tips on how to minimize Rottweiler shedding 
during the spring. And from what I've, I'm reading, I have to go through this again in, in the wintertime. Like there's minimum shedding throughout the year, but it gets worse in spring and in winter. I'm, I was not prepared. I just, I, I fully wasn't prepared. So any tips and tricks that y'all have for me, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm open to suggestions and to trying new things and I'll talk about it. If you send me a suggestion, I, I will talk about it on the podcast. You can send me suggestions at info at com. That email address again is info at com or slide in my DMs. You can find me on the socials on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching my handle at Lakendra Speaks. That's at Lakendra, S-P-K-S. Listen, y'all, love talking to you. Okay, I, I do. I've missed these conversations and um, I hope you've missed me too, quite honestly. Um, but I also hope that you've been also tuning in to our friends uh, within the Imagine Field Podcasting Network. They have amazing podcasts and they've been a little more disciplined and um, consistent. So, uh, yeah, content is there for your listening pleasure. Um, but again, hit me up. Let me know what you want to talk about. Um, Again, uh, intro and outro music is by Maestro Polonese and his sister Judith. Love you both so much. Thank you so much for this awesome music. And until the next time. And I promise, I do promise, it won't take us long next time. Bye.